Hi, this is Bannon Backus. Before the show, I don't even remember the last time I was able to put out a pre-show message. But rest assured, it's not you. It's me. Stop beating yourself up. Um, as I'm sure you can relate with whatever you're involved in, it's been everything I can do to just keep up with the bare minimum. So this week I wanted to be sure to leave myself enough time to say hi, hello, and say that I hope you're doing as well as is possible. And it recently hit me, what you're about to listen to is episode 40, which I cannot believe. So I also wanted to take this opportunity to ask all of you, whether you're a longtime listener or have just recently discovered us, to take a quick minute and rate and review the show on iTunes. It really does help out the show, and maybe more importantly, it pretty much makes my week. I just recently was contacted by someone out of the blue who I've never met before, and he just wanted to let me know how much he had laughed at one of our commercials, and it's always so cool to hear things like that because I love to make people laugh. Yes, I love to make people laugh, whatever the personal cost may be to me. So again, please take a minute and leave us a rating and review on iTunes. That would be awesome of you. And I think that's everything. So again, I hope you're well and enjoy this episode. And as always, thanks for listening. Welcome to The Gone Show, the show where my guests and I explore anything and anyone that is now gone or might as well be. On tonight's episode, feel free to flock all to hear us talk. We may not end the show with a rave, but the topic will be Burma Shave. And now, joining the world and beyond from the Gone Show studio in the American Midwest, the host of the Gone Show, Bannon Backus. Good evening, you're listening to The Gone Show, and tonight, that means you'll be hearing from Jay Stewart, who is a brain in a jar, and a good evening to you, John Mad Jack Mitten, who passed away in the United Kingdom in 1834, and now manifests himself as an oversized mouth and mustache, hi, and cosmonaut Stanislaw Kapustin, on the behalf of Mother Russia and myself, it is good to be here. It's good to see everyone. We're going to get right into it. Tonight, we're going to be talking about a product that's related to something I'm sure that everyone here in the room either has done or continues to have to do. Ew, does it have something to do with piddling? That's your first thought. The first thing that comes to your mind is urination. Yes? Well, you're wrong, as you have been so often in your life and afterlife. No, tonight we're going to be talking about Burmashave. Uh, really? It just so happens that was my favorite brand of shaving cream. Awesome. I was wondering if you might have used it since it was around during your heyday. Uh, yes, until it was no longer available. I never used anything but Burmashave. One of life's simple places 
pleasures is a quality shaving cream. Does that mean that there's a clean-shaven baby face under that outer space helmet of yours? Yes, Stinny Slok posting keeps his face clean-shaven. In my experience, that is what works best for traveling the cosmos. Yes, I suppose a long beard would be much easier to manage in the presence of gravity. Alright, so Burma Shave was made by the Burma Vita Company, which before starting to make Burma Shave, made a topical pain reliever using ingredients sourced from the Southeast Asian country of Burma, hence the name. Of course, today, the country of Burma is also known as Myanmar, and more officially, as the Republic of the Union of Myanmar. And, of course, the word Vita is Latin for life. Uh, yes, all of those things are correct. So, for better or worse, the company's topical pain reliever was a horrible seller, and the decision was made for the company to develop a brushless shaving cream instead. And in 1925, Burma Shave was born. And if I remember correctly, available at a very reasonable price. Yeah, as a matter of fact, I came across a 1926 promotion for Burma Shave that advertised a half pound jar and a tube of the cream for 50 and 35 cents respectively. Stinis Lokopustin could afford that even on a cosmonaut salary. Do you mean to say that the salary of a cosmonaut is rather low? It is often more about the perks. So, at first, like the company's topical pain reliever, Burma Shave was not a very successful product, but following the implementation of a unique marketing campaign, all of that changed. My earlier guess was very incorrect, so I'll refrain from making any guesses about this marketing campaign. I appreciate it. Although I am now quite certain it has nothing to do with piddling. There you are, always thinking. In fact, you're like a big toilet. Nothing gets by you. Thank you. Anyway, shortly after Burma Shave was introduced, the company began experimenting with the use of multiple signs to create a single advertisement along a roadway. Each sign in the series would display a line from a musical jingle and advertise the product. And by... 1927, just two years after it was introduced, sales of Burma Shave had increased by nearly one million dollars, adjusting for inflation. Uh, like I said, it was a good shaving cream. Shortly after introducing the marketing campaign, it was tweaked a bit, and I would say improved, the company reduced the number of words used for each advertisement and made it so that all of the signs in a series would rhyme. Essentially, each advertisement became a poem. Stanislaw Kapustin is not an expert in business marketing. Really? A product of the Union of Soviet Socialist Republics like yourself? But that sounds as though it was a great idea. Yeah, I've always loved the idea 
idea, and apparently so did people at the time, because according to my research, before 1940, Burma Shave had become the number two selling brushless shaving cream in America, and over the course of around 30 years, more than 6,000 of these advertisements had been placed along the roadways of 45 states. And they were always great fun to read while motoring down the road. And did all of the advertisements use the same rhyme? No, they used all sorts of different rhymes. From what I read, it's believed that there were around... 600 different rhymes that were used for the advertisements. For the most part, each series would consist of six separate signs, with the final sign in the series reading simply Burma Shave. You can find a lot of them online, and for example, this is one I came across that I thought was pretty funny. Does your husband misbehave, grunt and grumble, rant and rave? Shoot the brute, some Burma shave. And what did this company do? Hire a team of dirty, filthy poets to create all of these rhymes? With the exception of the dirty and filthy part, you might think so, but that wasn't the case. Initially, the son and grandson of the owner of the company wrote the advertisements, but they quickly recognized that they weren't great at it. So in... 1930, the company initiated what would become an annual contest in which people could submit original rhymes to be used for the advertisements. I found that more than 50,000 people participated in some of the contests, and by the time the 1950s rolled around, a winning submission could earn someone up to $100. It might sound silly, but one of my biggest regrets is never having submitted the idea that I had for a Burma shave rhyme. That's too bad, I'm sorry. In those years, I was always so focused on starting and maintaining my business, I just never took the time to do it. Do you still remember the rhyme? As a matter of fact, I do. Tell us. We'd love to hear it. Yes, give us something to look at as we make our way down memory lane. Uh, Well, all right. Here it is. If you have stubble, you're not in trouble. That hair right there doesn't scare Burma Shave. The only reason I'm not applauding, Jay, is because I don't have any hands. Uh, Thank you, everyone. I think that you would have had a good chance with that one, Jay. Okay, me next. Stanislaw Kapustin would actually like to go after that. Really? Okay, great. We're overdue for a break, though, so we're going to do that first. But when we return, we'll be hearing the... Poetic stylings of John Mitten and Stanislaw Kapustin. We'll be right back. 
You've played board games, but this is the board game of today. Introducing Pissing Match, the new board game that combines Monopoly, Parcheesi, and Willful Immaturity for an experience like no other. Play with up to five of your friends, or enemies, as you make your way around the game board. But watch out, because each space introduces additional conflict, and the only way that you'll be able to compete is by taking action, like using bonus cards from your chest-thumping pile, playing special two-wrongs-make-a-right tokens, and using the die to advance your game piece to the moral high ground. But remember, Pissing Match isn't your ordinary board game, because unlike ordinary board games, you can't win at Pissing Match. With Pissing Match, it doesn't matter whether you win or lose. All that matters is that you've proven something. Expansion sets of chest-thumping cards and two wrongs-make-a-right tokens sold separately. Pissing Match, from Parkour Brothers. Buy it today. Welcome back to Bogon Show. Welcome back to The Gone Show. Tonight, I'm joined by Jay Stewart, John Mitten, and Stanislaw Kapustin. And by virtue of this episode's topic, tonight has turned into something of an open mic poetry reading. And I believe you're first up, John. And during the break, I found some sound effects to help us to set the mood. So, without further ado, I give you the poetry of John Mitten. Thank you, thank you. Please be seated. Ahem. Way down there. Body hair. Pardon my very big diction, but that could cause burning friction. Abstain from that close shave just by using Burma Shave. Thank you, thank you. I love you all. I'm not going to lie. Inappropriateness aside, that was actually pretty good, John. You sound surprised. Only in some ways. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Next up, our own poet from the stars, Stanislaw Kapustin. Thank you, audience members. Don't behalf of Mother Russia and myself. It is good to be here at this poetry reading. And now, my work. Hammer and sickle. They can be fickle, but your razor blade might make you afraid. So avoid seeing red. Use Burma Shave instead. Wow, nicely done. Uh, Yes, I'm very impressed. Uh, If I had gone up against either of you, I don't believe people would have been driving past my rhyme. I had no idea that all of you were so poetic. Inside every cosmonaut beats the heart of a poet. I just used to write a lot of dirty poems for women. All of that makes sense. Well, thanks again, everyone for sharing those. Now, as we begin to wrap things up, I'll talk a little about the end of Burma Shave. From the research that I did before the show, it sounds like several factors contributed to its end, especially the introduction of faster cars and high
higher speed limits, which of course made the signs more difficult for motorists to read. New regulations for highway signage also adversely impacted the marketing campaign, and in 1963, Philip Morris bought Burma Vita, and several years later, Burma Shave was no longer being produced. Uh, a very sad day for faces across the country. Of course, because of the uniqueness of Burma Shave's messaging, it has lived on in a variety of media as, forgive the pun, a signpost of the middle of the last century. And in doing my due diligence, I found one surprising example of how Burma Shave continues to live on, which I wanted to be sure to share with everyone. In Canada, the act of holding political signs along a roadway is called Burma shaving. Uh, interesting. I didn't know that either. All right. Well, there is a sign up ahead, and it's telling us that this episode is coming to a close. I'd like to thank both my listeners and my guests, and until next time, good evening and good gone. The Gone Show was produced, created, performed, and written by Bannon Backus. The Gone Show is a presentation of BoomTube, B-O-O-M-T-O-O-B. All rights are reserved. Visit BoomTube online at BoomTube.com and Facebook.com slash BoomTube Network.